0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry, guys. Are we starting right now? Are we? Oh, my God. Sorry. I was in virtual reality where the lions were good. Wow. Just just one more minute. Just please. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. the Guys, Me, dudes. Fantasy Football. This is your host, Noah. So we have a very interesting show for you today. And all three of the co-hosts have had extreme plastic surgery to completely restructure. So right here, uh, right here, we have, just kidding, it's Sam Lana, Brandon Holmes, and Karan Kanatala. These are, it's got to be three of the top, if not the top three support non-host supporters of the show, besides my mom. Shout out, mom. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in clutch today. You know, You'd think, you know, in, in in a company with such great culture that a measly little holiday like Thanksgiving would just be a blip on the on the commitment that the other co's have to the show. But no, I'm wrong. They have they have family they need to see, and they have they need to be home for Thanksgiving because they never get to see their family. Um, so real quick, Rachel, my sister, you're in the shot. If you could just. Oh. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> nope. Can you just, thank you. All right, let's get going. We have a great show for you today. It is a Thanksgiving edition. Brandon, who uh, in the corner there in the, in the Cowboys jersey, who has been a great support to show this year, making a lot of thumbnails, helping me with my uh, inability to know digital things. And look at that background. That's a Thanksgiving vibe if I've ever seen one. Rocking the Cowboys jersey over there. We have Sam rocking the Houston – who is that, Sam? Let me see. Let's see. Who who are you wearing? Whitney Merciless. Whitney football. Merciless. That's a real fan jersey. That's not a Hopkins jersey. That's not a Watson jersey. That is a Whitney Merciless jersey. Uh, Brandon, who That's you wearing? That's a nomenclature today?
1: jersey. Painful. Oh, I'm rocking CeeDee Lamb.
0: CeeDee Lamb. Really?
1: Yes, sir. Are you sure about
0: that? Can you prove it to I us? Am. I am. I can't. I don't want to
1: show the back of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Des. And Karan, what are you <laughs> rocking today?
1: Bro,
2: I respect the troops, so I'm wearing a Pat Tillman jersey.
0: Wow. 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 So well, that can't takes can't the, the cake. Troop. Or does it? Because I think the most talented jersey of the four is this stud. This is a Noah. This is an original Edgemont Junior Senior High School Panthers starting right tackle, Noah Obsfeld. Okay. You played right yes. tackle? I know, bro. The, the left tackle was just – he was the school bully. I'm not even joking. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's – I mean, I've grown a little bit, as you can see. That's okay. I used to wear shoulder pads and everything in this. But, I mean, still, I mean, I was just – I was a legend. I mean, <laughs> when we would run the ball 99% of the game, I was blocking. And I knew I pulled one time in the season – it was amazing, and I had the only interception of the year. Played a little bit of D line. Quarterback got 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 sacked. Threw up the ball. Landed in my hands. I was a hometown hero. They still. Wow. I moved moved away from New York five six years ago. More than that, like eight nine years ago, and I, they still talk about me there. But let's get started. We have a ton of news this week. I mean, starting off with the biggest thing is. Rest in peace, Joe Burrow's rookie season. Off to an incredible start. And uh, we said, oh, damn, Torres his the ACL. Then we get another report. Oh, damn, Torres MCL. And we get another report, ACL, MCL, and significant structural damage. So very rough. It's going to shake up that, that offense that was bringing a lot of fantasy relevance to us, and that's real shame. We you know, wish Joe the best. He's so, everyone loves Joe. He's totally the epitome of handsome star quarterback. But what, Except like, UT fans. What, yes, that's true. What's not to like about him? He's just such a great guy. We'll get into the implications of that in a minute. Um, before I continue on, you can follow us on Twitter, at Dudes Football. You can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Spotify. And let's continue on. So, okay. I want to get into the fantasy implications of the Bengals a little bit. First off, biggest hit is, is, uh, is T. Higgins, another rookie sensation for the Bengals. And, I mean, he almost drops out of fantasy relevance until we really see what happens on the field. But, uh, but um, I mean, where do you guys see the rest of this offense? Boyd takes a significant downgrade. Green already shouldn't be on rosters. Mixon, we'll see, might not even come back with, with this loss of the offense. But what do you guys see for Boyd and Higgins going forward? What do you think? Well, I,
3: I mean, I think you still have to start Boyd, right? But okay. you're, you're going to be able to count on him as like that, that like low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two that that you were counting on him for. So maybe you got it and you grab like a Michael Pittman off the waiver if you can to maybe try and and increase depth there because he's he's really going to fall into your flex spot from now on. And right. T Higgins, man, I, and I love T Higgins. T Higgins saved my season in one of my leagues um but yeah, i don't really see t higgins being super relevant anymore i don't i don't really see ryan finley throwing a, a great deep ball to t higgins anytime soon i don't
0: it's not it's not ryan finley anymore actually <laughs> they just got a new na- i'll pull up the name in a sec but it's, yeah i know what, it yeah what? what is it
1: it's brandon allen
0: brandon allen
1: i don't know who that is
0: well, it's by share ship,
1: name. So you should
0: I share a name. That's it. I really like that analysis, Sam. I think bottom line is we're going to have to see. I don't really want to start anyone this week. You could put in Boyd, especially in PPR. Um, sure. And then, yeah, moving on. Nixon's so went to IR last week. Uh, there was a tweet from a big name NFL guy that said he wants to come back at the end of the season. But this smells to me like a season ending. I don't know why they'd bring him back. You know, he has he has a lot of injuries. They're not a playoff contender. They want to get another pick to build this offense. I would, as a, you know, managerial perspective, I don't know why they'd bring him back. It's a possibility. But Giobani from Bernard definitely has a lower ceiling moving forward. Um, is Yeah. Is, huh? And why? Gio
2: Bernard's questionable, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he is questionable. So Samadji Ryan would have picked up. But, but at that point, I mean.
2: Not my Piran. Really
0: desperate, maybe, but pretty much avoiding
3: that situation. If you, Bernard, are you still huh? starting, if you have Gio Bernard on your roster right now, are you still going to start Gio this week? Because he's yeah.
0: going to a lot of touches. Yeah, yeah you're, gonna, you're still starting him. I mean, what about this? Giovanni Bernard, Duke Johnson? Start Duke Johnson, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I'm going Duke against Detroit. Um, yeah. Cool. Alright, so moving on to more news. Well, Michael Pirine, not really a fantasy relevant guy, but might provide more Opportunity to gore with a high angle sprain out for a few weeks. Randall Cobb sent to the IR. Not a huge hit, but maybe a little more volume to Cooks, Fuller, maybe even a little tight end action from Akins. Uh, Adam Thielen to the COVID list, but it, it, he, he got one positive and he got one negative. So if he can get, I don't know, the exact number of negative tests you need, he could play this weekend. And then uh, a tough one for yours truly, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. We're having a little bit too much fun this past week, both in the COVID list. So it looks like Gus Edwards is going to pick up the slack there. Um, how confident are you guys in Gus against Pittsburgh, obviously one of the best defenses in the league?
1: Um, I would say probably whatever word is the opposite of confident uh, because Un- Pittsburgh, has confident? Such a, Pittsburgh has such a staunch run defense. I mean, their D-line is arguably the best in the NFL.
0: Well, and let me remind you that I think two weeks ago, J.K. Dobbins and Edwards had great games against the Steelers. They did, so but
1: that was um, without uh, the rest of the running back crew, which is they kind of like to slice and dice with their array mm-hmm. of options. But when you're confined to Gus Edwards and I, what is it? Justice Hill is the other one. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think There's that's going to be doing too much. Yeah, I think you still start I let's, – let's throw him into the into the little mix there. Between Gus Edwards, Giovanni Bernard, and uh, Duke Johnson, rank those guys for me.
3: I take Duke against the Lions, and, and he's on an operational offense. And this is like, you have Duke, he's on a good offense, or on a decent offense, playing a bad defense. That's awesome. You take the Gus bus, very inefficient running back against the best run defense in the league. Good offense, but – I don't like that situation at all. And then Geo, a lot of touches, but that offense is not going to be functional. Yeah. In this,
2: way. So,
3: this is where
0: this is where you end up at the end of, at the end of seasons is picking between guys Relying like. Relying on
2: Duke Johnson to carry. Him.
0: Yeah, I, everyone really thought Duke Johnson was going to, be to come out and, and perform, but he's been such a disappointment. For me, I'm actually going to put Gus up top at number one. The Steelers have been a great offense, but the games have been a lot closer than people have been realizing. And I think Gus is going to get a lot of opportunity. And, you know, like I said, two weeks ago, I think he went for over 100 yards. Uh, and then two for me is Duke. They're, uh, they're, the last time a running back didn't score against the Lions was week six. So I think he probably finds the end zone. And then Geo, I'm worried about with that offense. They're going to be down. They're going to be passing. He could sneak in later in the game, but, uh, yeah, I'd rather take the other two guys. Okay, moving on. Christian McCaffrey not expected to play this week, but Petty Bridgewater is supposed to be back. I like that start against the Vikings. And then um, back into the 49ers craziness, uh, Raheem Mostert should be back. Jeff Wilson should be back. So, I mean, we saw Mostert with this excellent start to the season, going like nine for 90 every week. I mean, McKinnon's been the guy the past two weeks. Had a terrible week uh, before the before their bye, but I mean, do you guys want to touch this offense? I mean, they don't even have the passing game going. If you're going to start, it's going to be Mostert, right?
2: Yeah, I think have to be. If if you're going to start somebody, it's got to be Mostert. But what they're playing the Rams, and the Rams just yeah. pretty much shut down Tampa. They've been great for the most part in the second half. So. If you're going with anybody on the Niners, it's got to be Mostert. But other than that, I wouldn't be touching pretty much anybody on this offense.
0: Yeah. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the if the Niners scored, like, one or zero touchdowns this game. I mean, they're just – they're coming off the bye, yeah, but I'm worried about it. Debo, uh, Samuel, could be a waiver-wire pick if he might play this week. He's probably not going to play. We'll see. Julio Jones, questionable. Uh, he left the game last week, and Matt Ryan, as he usually does, crumbled without him. We'll see how that goes, but if Julio's in or out, it's going to be a very telling on Matt Ryan. Uh, big one here, Austin Eckler to return from injury reserve. I have been waiting for this all season, it seems like. And he might, you know, they might start him slow, but honestly, with it's going to be so fun to finally see him with Herbert and see how productive they can be. Zach Ertz to return from IR. This is kind of irrelevant for me. I think Dallas Goddard has kind of made his place as the tight end one, or maybe Richard Rodgers as the tight end one who's been a very good tight end for for random reasons. Um, I think you can ignore that one. We'll see. Uh, Miles Gaskin practicing after returning, uh, gonna return from IR. That should be icky. You know, Ahmed's been good. We can see we don't know really what that split's going to be. But Gaskin should return to the starting role. Uh, if your trade line has not passed, are you trying to make a move for Gaskin or you're trying to sell him? What are you guys doing there? What do you guys think for the rest of the season? I
2: probably,
0: wouldn't, I probably
3: wouldn't touch him. Um, you don't want to touch Yeah, I mean, like, uh, if I – if I have him, I kind of want to see what happens unless I'm really in a tight spot. And if I don't have him, I'm not going to want to pay the price that people are going to be asking for. Um, he's
0: just so, so consistent comp- when he was on the field as like a nice RB2. But yeah. it's just a question yeah. of whether or not he'll be featured again. Any other thoughts there? I don't. Yeah, think-
2: I mean, to the extent that he's worth like 10 points a game pretty much in half more, yeah. and maybe like 12 or 13 in people. Well, I
0: think it's more like 13. All right, so just relax there. 10, a little disrespectful.
2: Well, I mean, to the point where there's going to be a split and you don't know what it's saying. So I think that you don't want to really waste your time too much unless you're, like, just been banged up. You have CMC and a Mixon, and you're trying to train for a running back. Then I think you should go after somebody, like, asking or something. So.
0: That's fair. I like that. All right, we have Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. Uh, Kenny Galladay was ruled out, uh, on Johnson and, and uh, all day, Adrian Peterson, I'm not sure about that. Uh, we'll get into the Thanksgiving preview later on. And But looking into last week, Taysom Hill, this was one of the bigger fantasy storylines lines of the year after bringing in Javis Winston to back up Drew Brees in New Orleans. He looked all right. Two rushing touchdowns, I think, are over 200 passing yards, uh, really shook up the offense there. I am fading him this week. Are you guys? Look, I mean, Drew Brees is going to be out a while. He's on IR. He's going to be out. He could be out for the rest of the season until the playoffs. Are you guys seriously considering T- Taysom Hill as like a every week starter? At least a guy that needs to be rostered.
3: As a guy that needs to be rostered, absolutely. As an as a every week starter, I would say no. Okay. I mean, we still haven't seen him throw a passing touchdown. I don't know. If his, um, if his running viability is going to last past a couple games, just in terms of once people get um, a little – accustomed to it. Him, maybe they'll realize, oh, wait, he actually can't throw or something like that, <laughs> and can just stack the box against them. We'll, we'll see. But I will say I just absolutely love watching Taysom Hill be on the field for every snap. Like, He's a fun little games, player. The Saints yeah. games are rising to the top of my watch list uh, every Sunday. Here on
0: Interesting, out. and that defense has really stepped it up in the last few weeks, which is great for Payson' ability to rush. Um, the one thing I will say about that offense, though, is they were playing the Falcons, and it's still like, you know, Taysom Hill. So that defense is gonna is gonna hold them together, but but let, let, let's see what happens going forward. And then XFL superstar PJ Walker looked all right. There is transferability from the XFL, the question everybody was asking. Teddy Bridgewater will be back, but, uh, yeah, I guess a decent backup we, can, we know for the future. Cool. Uh, yeah. I do want to What's point up? out,
1: though, that was against the Lions, so.
0: That's a good point. I mean, it is against the lions but he sh- they shut him out man he and,
1: he threw uh one pass into the end zone that was about eight feet away from the nearest wide receiver so
0: yeah but I'm not, that not, dying not too down sure. the left sideline to dj Moore, that was a great
1: that was an incredible that, pass i don't
0: know anybody who could th- i mean yeah that's an aaron Rodgers level pass nobody right there <laughs> There's guys. Nobody guys, from the guys,
1: XFL specifically. Nobody from
0: the XFL. <laughs> right. That's, that should be the new, the new line for, you know, are you, are you good? Could you? The okay. cream of the crop XFLers. All right. Here's nice. a fun one. I wish, I wish that Michael was here to witness this, but we have Mike Lennon being named the starter. Jake Luton has been not good. Uh, those interceptions against the Steelers last week were some of the worst, kind of a PJ Walker style uh, interception, if you will. But I listen to this tweet from Mark Long. Here's the craziest part. Mike Glennon got benched in 2017 for Chicago's Mitch Trubisky, who got benched this year for Nick Foles, who got benched last year for Gardner Minshew, who got replaced by Luton, who is now benched for Glennon. It's beautiful. Circle of life. Um, sweet. So let's get into the little Thanksgiving preview. I mentioned the Lions. We are getting in a sec, but Raven Steelers, everyone was so sad about this. This is about to be a beautiful of watching football tomorrow, but now the Raven Steelers is delayed until Sunday, so we have two shit games, Houston versus Detroit that's up here, and you know, we kind of got the color schemes down, even though we got Detroit, Houston, Dallas, and then, uh, you know, you, you got your Washington colors there for sure. So that's Pat's I guess This is This was all intentional, and hey, I bring the set everywhere I go. Yes, I'm back home, but the set travels with me. Look at that. Look at the production quality here. That's a Lions hat, okay? You don't get that in other shows. Fantasy footballers, my ass. Okay. Houston versus Detroit. The Lions are just doing their thing. Let's win a few more games and go for that 12th pick because, because why not? Let's just be mediocre forever. Uh, just I would hop back into my VR, but it looks like my sister went to, stole it to go play. Um, but I'm going to hop back into my alternate Lions good universe later. Sam, when I'm back home, we can hop into a Houston being good universe as well for you. Hey, it was last year. <laughs> Jeez, that's – we're all fans of just terrible fr- – Corombo, Arizona fan. We'll yeah, get into that, that later, but uh, we, we, you, you just got to let us know how that feels. Um, Lions and shambles, Kenny Galladay out, Amandola out, Swift questionable. I doubt DeAndre Swift plays. I am so tired of Matt Patricia. DeAndre Swift got hurt in practice. This guy is literally, I mean, bring in Adam Gase, please. (laughs) Whoa.
1: (laughs) Be careful what you wish
0: for. (laughs) Dude, it's just like, we're we're going to lose. We might as well lose. Stop trying to, like, be something we're not. I mean, don't get our star running back injured in practice, and I think if they they play Swift, I mean, I guess there's technically still a, a playoff push for the Lions, but just, like, just, it's just hard to watch. I'd rather just be the Jets right now and just be really, really bad on purpose. Mohamed Sanu coming up for the practice squad. You guys going to fire him up against that Houston, terrible Houston defense? Probably not. But it's Maybe in my, maybe my 20-teamer. Yeah. I mean, it is Matthew Stafford. I mean, if you're going to plug a random receiver into a role, I'd, I'd like a quarterback like that. And then fire up Houston D. Which one of you idiots put that in?
3: It was not me. As someone who's watched the Houston defense,
0: I... I don't think you could fire up the Houston... Maybe if they're... If they're playing the Edgemont Junior High Panthers, maybe fire up the Houston defense. But otherwise, I would leave them on the waivers. And we got Dallas versus Washington. Dallas offense. Okay. Dalton, a little three touchdowns. Zeke, 100 yards and a touchdown. Due to the week, shout out myself. And then... Antonio Gibson really getting that RB1 workload. Uh, Karan, I kind of regret trading him to you earlier in the season. What was that trade? Uh, was it for Parker? It was for Devontae Parker, yeah. I think that's the one of the trades I've lost this year. That's for sure. Um, at the time, it, it seemed like a good idea, but my running back situation has been decent. Any other thoughts on these terrible, terrible games?
2: I was just wondering, so... Yeah. you... Play this week, Taysom Hill or Andy Dalton?
0: Taysom, Taysom Hill.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, Taysom Hill. That the Taysom Hill floor is good. I mean, he's gonna get a, he'd probably get a rushing touchdown. He has like a fifteen point floor. I feel like maybe twelve, but but I mean, Andy Dalton could crumble, literally as we've seen. (laughs) Uh, We don't know. Uh, Okay, let's get into a very fun segment. We have been working so hard at this. I mean, you have rocket scientists, you have Nobel Peace Prize winners, and then you have minds like ours that come up with genius that you're about to hear. It's a Thanksgiving episode, so we have a full Thanksgiving table in front of us, and we are just going to name each dish after a player and tell you why. And yes, this is totally ripped off from another very popular uh, show, but you know, Twitter, Less punk takes, Twitter takes the stories and we take segments. It's, it's you know it's part of the biz. Okay. Starting off with the main course, Turkey. Okay. Decent all year, pretty good all year. Throw it in the sandwich. Probably not gonna have it for dinner, but when it comes to this time of year, it's fall, it's getting chilly out, and the demand goes way up. It's Derek Henry, okay. This guy is no his November special, okay. And he's huge, and he's thick and meaty, so it works out. All right, Karol, you helped me a lot with this segment. Why don't you go ahead this, and give, give us one? Can we call somebody thick and meaty
2: on, on the airwaves? Or is It that, just
0: happens, so I guess we happen. can.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, another thick and meaty guy. Huh. Not as meaty, but saucy. TJ Hawkinson is cranberry sauce. Why it's is not, that? Not super important, nor that crucial, but... It's like an added bonus, you know. It's yeah. like like saw it on the side. He kind of does his own thing and produces, and that's what you want, like cranberry sauce.
0: <laughs> okay, so this was a tough one. Stuffing, like, what it, what it, but stuffing, I feel like is could hit so hard and just be amazing, but you just don't know until you bite into it. You know, you gotta just go for it. You can't really, you know, tell by the looks of it. And that's Mike Williams, a big hit or miss guy, could hit harder. or could bust really hard. You have no idea to try it. You plug them into your lineup, or in this case, your mouth, and go for it. All right. How about uh, green beans? <laughs> uh, this one, I like this one a lot. It's Todd Gurley. Okay. Yes, he looks terrible in the field. Yes, he rushes for 2.3 yards a carry. Don't quote me on that, but it's about that. Um, but hey, he's, a, he's an RB1, and sometimes you just got to eat your vegetables. Oh. And other things look prettier, other things taste better, but yeah, you gotta have some green beans, and, and uh, that's Todd Gurley. There, okay. there are
3: some things that you don't like, but they're good for you, and they're good for your team, and that's Todd Gurley. Okay. That's Todd mean,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. you know when you when you get older, you start to know you gotta just have some greens with you, with you, with the rest of what's going on. Okay, mashed potatoes, uh, hits every time you try it. Um, could get you a little chubby. Can you guess who it is? It's Nick Ew. Chubb. It's Nick Chubb. <laughs> I know. And who always is coming with Nick Chubb just to make it smack even harder? Gravy? Kareem Hunt. Love it. Um, <laughs> moving on to a kind of variation of potatoes, I think. Sweet potatoes. A little Chubb light. Antonio Gibson. Still gets it done. Not as much of a bruiser, but 16 for 94 last week. Like, I love it. Uh, and then the little marshmallows on top of the sweet potatoes. Little target, little dump off here and there. Probably wouldn't be great on its own. Uh, but but marshmallows is uh, JD McKissick. <laughs> then we got cornbread. And, guys, this is going to be a controversial take, potentially. But I think cornbread can leave the pantheon of Thanksgiving Whoa. foods. Whoa. I'll
2: take it. I agree I disagree I, just, just,
0: I agree yes it can be good sometimes but you really you think you need it on the table and I don't really think you do nobody wants to say this but but yeah and and that's that's Robbie Anderson uh you can just take him out of your lineups pretty much he's been there the last few weeks Brandon are you okay there
1: well, you know, I just think the Robbie Anderson and cornbread disrespect is, is really <laughs> – it's taking a toll on me mentally. Um, I think that Robbie Anderson really uh, throws a lot of talent into your lineup, and I think cornbread also throws a lot of talent into your spread, your gourd for Thanksgiving. Um, it's not exactly something that people uh, think about whenever they're drafting their Thanksgiving meal lineup. Um but exactly how it works. If you get it at the end, it's always gonna find its way around to the table or your lineup in this case. And I, I I just I have to disagree. I don't
0: know. I think you cornbread's gonna be on your first plate. I think you're wrong your second or your third or fourth. But another version of cornbread that's that cornbread. can be a little bit redeeming, but probably still should leave it. That's jalapeno cornbread. And that's mm-hmm. DJ Shark. You know? Uh just Probably can leave them on your waivers with these quarterback switches and just not doing that well. Okay. Uh, salad. Carson Wentz. Why the fuck did you bring this? This is not the idea of the evening. We already got our greens. <laughs> I love the reaction there. We already got our greens <laughs> and the green beans. We don't eat anything else. Just can you – why did you bring a salad? Well, that's for Friday and Saturday when you're just – Depressed by the three pounds you gained from from Thursday's dinner, uh, nobody asked for it, and you can't come to Thanksgiving again. You bring this. All right, like, here's no, a good
3: one. Honestly, that was just disrespectful because <laughs> I I eat salad, and Carson Wentz makes me physically ill. Um, I, I so it's lie. disrespectful to salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like salad. A salad, it's good. I for just don't you. think it belongs at
0: a Thanksgiving table. really bad for you. Maybe Carson Wentz is like, I don't know, rat poison on the table or
2: something. Mac and cheese. Expired
0: food. (laughs) Expired food. That also would work. He has expired. (laughs) Mac and cheese smacks every time. Always consistent. If everything else on the table sucks, just keep targeting this. Target the mac and cheese. That's Keenan Allen. You like that one? That's a good one. Rolls I'll, hit, and I'll hit
1: sometimes 20-25 targets of, of mac and cheese. <laughs>
0: Dude, honestly. Uh, Herbert loves some mac and cheese. Rolls. Bread. That's the Steelers D. Okay? You're not sure who else is going to be on your plate You know when you go back to the to, to, to grab more, but each time, you know, it's going to be a solid choice to bring some Steelers D to your plate. Karan, why don't you take one?
2: Yeah, and then we got you know sometimes at thanksgiving dinners you just need like a kicker to your meal you know like, it so up you know? so young young ku okay, it's not it's not a young ho
1: thank you okay, it's it's young
0: Hue. is it a young way i've never really gotten to the bottom of it
1: whatever cuz the joe buck pronunciation Koo
0: is the yeah.
1: young way ku
0: of <laughs> can buy the kicker to the meal Here's one of my favorites, pecan pie, which is my favorite pie. There's never a pecan pie you taste that's below like a nine. Any disagreements there? Uh, nope. Honestly. And, uh, I mean, you're just head and shoulders above the competition of other, of other dishes, and that's Travis Kelsey. Thank you for bringing Travis Kelsey tonight. Lastly, Cam Newton, toe fricky. okay? You think it's going to, you know, hey, technology has come a long way. I think this, this, could, this could, you know, I want to be environmentally friendly. I want to be good to the animals. You take a bite. This is nothing like the original Cam Newton, the original turkey, and how it's supposed to be. Uh, you want to give it a chance, but it's just not going to be the same. And then lastly is a honey-baked ham. And that's Christian McCaffrey, because, yes, it would taste good, but it's just not here. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some key players. There's a lot of big developments this past week, a lot in my favor as well. Uh, Irrelevant, but let's get into it. Starting off with J.K. Dawkins. Yes, he's going to be out this week, but finally we saw a really workhorse carry load for him, 15 for 70 and a touchdown. Gus and Mark had, I think, five carries together. So even when uh, J.K. and Mark are back, J.K. Dobbins could be a league winner. Something I tweeted about a month ago, I think. Thoughts on J.K. Dobbins value going forward? Are you going out to maybe even trade for him right now?
2: He kind of got COVID, bro. So
0: I mean Yeah, but he'll he'll be okay. He's he's a young buck. He has antibodies ROS. What if he so... dies? What if he dies? If he dies, then my prediction would be wrong. Would be a yeah. would be even potentially a playoff loser.
1: Well, J.K. Uh, Dobbins, uh, he has Jacksonville and the Giants for weeks 15 and 16. Nice. So, if you're a team that has a really great week 14 matchup or you have a bye, I do think he has the potential to be a league winner, 100%.
0: Wow. That's really humbling, man. Thank you so much.
1: It's really insane.
0: Uh, another Raven, Marquise Brown. What was he, like a fifth rounder this year? Unfortunately.
1: 16? Unfortunately.
0: Dro- drop him. You can drop him. I mean, is there any reason to keep on your roster? Just you could trade low... him
1: for um, a really uninspiring running back, like a Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think. I can't. Any, I can do a
0: handcuff. Anything, anything wins. like
1: that? Yeah. Uh, because he does have a really good uh, schedule for the rest of the year. But as we saw last week, uh, I think he had two or three targets, and he dropped one that I think my grandmother could have caught. <laughs>
0: so i like that jonathan taylor what a roller coaster i mean now he's got 22 carries for 90 yards against the packers we've seen it before are you guys going to be fooled is this the guy the rest of the season i think he is i think that they're saying this is the playoff push going we're gonna feature our best running back but i am getting everyone <laughs> Not you guys think it's Heinz?
3: No. I just feel like we've been fooled before.
0: I want to yeah. be fooled. I wanted. I wanted to be that way. Jonathan Taylor
2: is fool's gold.
1: Like is is. Inter- it's going to be metaphors for the rest of the the segment.
2: <laughs> Please. It glitters on your bench, and then when you put it in your lineup, you just realize.
0: Honestly, what it is. Honestly that's a perfect example. Um, Deontay Johnson becoming quickly becoming. A wide receiver one. I said to fade Deontay Johnson early in the season because of all the injury issues, but 16 targets? I mean, what is that, Keenan Allen out there in the Steelers? Only problem is that is you know, I think there is a ceiling for the passing of Big Ben uh, weekly because they are going to be ahead. I mean, they haven't been that far ahead, but Deontay Johnson, I think you can really put into that really low-end wide receiver one category. Um, Juju fade, but Trace Claypool and Deontay Johnson are such easy every week starts.
1: You know, I do have a hot take about the Steelers uh, wide receiver core.
0: Please enlighten me.
1: I think that for our playoffs weeks, uh, your week 14, 15, 16, if Juju is not injured from stepping on that flag as we saw last week, um, I think he will be the star target um, for those weeks because, one – The Steelers are going to be targeting their undefeated season, and two, uh, Juju is very involved on social media, and I know he is getting absolutely bartered fans telling him, please help my fantasy team. I swear to God, if you don't make me win my championship, it's over. Uh, And he wants those TikTok followers, he wants those TikTok followers, he wants those TikTok likes. Uh, He's... Absolutely begging for targets in those weeks. So you no, know,
0: Chase Claypool is coming in hot with the YouTube channel, man. I've watched one of his. That is videos. true. Oh. Pretty bad, but he could get better. You know? <laughs> Be
1: he could contact you for help. I don't
0: know, <laughs> bro. This is Chase, Chase Claypool. All right, we just finished uh, practice. Time to go to the uh, to the cafeteria. It's just what he sounds like the whole uh, the whole time. But uh, I mean, what a beast of a man. Jesus, have you seen that guy? Like, I uh, i don't think the four of us could beat him in a fight. Julio, we'll see. mentioned him earlier. If he's out, Matt Ryan sucks. Aaron Jones, last three weeks, 58 yards, 46 yards, 41 rushing yards. But I think he is a league winner. Detroit, Carolina, and Tennessee in the playoffs. That is a recipe for success. I'm playing him in a few leagues, I'm sure, in the playoffs, because that's just how the world works. And uh, I think he's going to be great. Here's an interesting one. Alvin Kamara. So I sent a big, big trade out in, uh, in a 14-man league today, and that was Alvin Kamara for Derrick Henry, which I think honestly is a long shot to be accepted. Uh, but we just saw a completely different Saint offense, Saints offense with Taysom Hill. It's his first game in his career without a reception. That's crazy. I'm worried about Kamara the rest of the season. If his, his bread and butter is that Drew Brees dump off because he is something I re- heard that was really interesting. Kamara is Drew Brees, mobility. If Drew, Drew Brees needs to escape the pocket, he just dumps to Kamara. And that's basically what, except he's way, obviously Kamara's the most agile player in the NFL, but with Taysom out here offering a lot of mystery um, from the quarterback position, being able to pass and throw. I'm really worried about Kamara being what you drafted. I think he could even go into and maybe, you know, even as bad as a Nick Chubb range of, of points, or maybe a uh, James Conner, maybe not in between those two mm-hmm. guys. Uh, if you do have your trade deadline in the future, are you guys looking to move Kamara for this reason?
3: I'm I'm totally with you with you, none. and this was actually what I was trying to trying to ask you earlier in the show.
0: Oh, sorry. Um,
3: yeah. I'm I'm super concerned about Kamara. I don't I don't see Taysom Hill uh, being the type of guy who dumps it off. Um I don't see them leaning even on the running game as much anymore when or from the running backs, when Taysom Hill can just run the ball. Um so I'm concerned about Kamara and I think that you know depending on your format, right? Like he could be as yeah. hot as the number three or four fantasy player overall, counting quarterbacks. And If you can flip him for a two-for-one, maybe get an Aaron Jones and a lower running back or something, or Aaron Jones and a low-tier wide receiver one.
0: Honestly, though, like, who do you want rest of the season right now, Aaron Jones or Kamara? I want Aaron Jones. Mm, Guys? That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Honestly, in that one, I think I'm going for Kamara. Um, Aaron Jones, we've seen him fall off a little bit because – Aaron Rodgers' just passing volume is just maintained, but but yeah, I think but but for name value, you could get a guy like Aaron Jones and maybe a Will Fuller for Kamara probably, and I'm totally taking that side. Um, but if you want to trade Kamara for Aaron Jones straight up, I would not blame you. Uh, any of your thoughts on Kamara? I'm worried about it. I have him in a, in one league and and he's carried me all season, but it looks like yeah.
1: I yeah. think if you have Kamara. Um, only trade him if you know you're getting guaranteed consistent talent. Um, And my other tidbit of uh, knowledge I would give is if you're in a league and you do not have Kamara, do your best to try and get him. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't send off uh, your, your first round pick. Uh, Try to combo your maybe two and three, three, four, somewhere around that value. See what you, what you can do. Um, And I know, uh, whoever has him, one of y'all has him, right? Noah, you have him. I have him. I'll send you some.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your running back in, in care? Your um, back? I got Adrian
1: Peterson. You want him for tomorrow?
0: Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, please send so,
1: me that. Brandon, if you're one,
3: interested in Kamara and ten,
0: send me an offer.
1: I'll look. I'll look. All,
0: All right. Now we're gonna take two. five minutes to just send each other offers. <laughs> <You're kidding me. laughs> Uh, two guys back in the every week starter conversation Ezekiel Elliott and James Robinson Both looking good James Robinson I Michael wanted to fade and I wanted to fade too But he is very very good Uh Karat, you have a thought on Kamara? you want to add in? Yeah just, Let's hear it
2: <laughs> I was just going to say It's fun to watch The Saints play with Taysom Hill Because they're running a lot more zone reads Right? And Taysom Hill is like looking to see where the defensive end is crashing the line. And all these teams have so much film on Alvin Kamara that they're going to crash every single time. And that's how Taysom was so effective in the run game against Atlanta, if you see a lot of those plays. So I think that defenses are going to know by looking at the film from last week that they're going to be running. It's not going to – Taysom Hill's not Drew Brees. So they know that to expect something different now. So I think – Kamara is going to gain a little bit, a little bit of his value back because defense is going to respect the zone read more, and also that opens up the play-action pass to jump off to Kamara too. So I think that yeah. if you trade for him and somebody's scared, like if you encounter a Noah or a Sam that's like freaking out about Alvin Kamara, like losing his value with Taysom Hill, definitely go after that because that's somebody that you'll see going to regress back to – Not regress, but get back to his meme.
3: Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe let me rephrase my point. I don't think Kamara has lost his value. He's still going to be a a, a running back one. Like, that's not up for debate. Is he going to be the number one running back or number two running back? I don't know. I think we've, in my opinion, I think we've seen the peak of his value this season.
0: Karan, you never answered my question. Aaron Jones or Alvin Kamara?
2: I have Kamara. Because Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is like, so boomer bust like he'll either win you a fancy game all by himself or you won't need him to win a fancy game like because he's not playing that well so because of that I just take Alvin Kamara because of stability and the playoffs you need consistency.
0: well one okay so one running back I'm not too confident Kamara going forward but one running back I am uh giving a little boost to is Clyde edwards Alaric. Uh, we had, you know, he had a good rush, uh, bad rushing defense, which is, you know, but, but the fact that they're giving him, can't real, you know, those red zone carries through the whole year. And I mean, two, one, three yard rushing touchdown, one 14 yard rushing touchdown. He has a really tough playoff schedule. And, you know, obviously the, you know, the, the Chiefs are always going to be passing uh, first offense. But I, I thought this was a really important game for Clyde. Uh, we didn't see barely any Levy on. He has, you know, he's pretty close to as talented as, this, as Kelsey and Tyreek. He's getting up there. And I, and I think he has a much higher floor going forward than, uh, than, than we thought if this offense was just going to stay passing the whole year. One other player I want to uh, talk about, it, Kenyon Drake. 11 carries to Chase Edmonds, two. Very interesting. We really thought this was going to be a split going forward. But they were both in the passing game. Uh, I think Drake. Is, you could start him. I think he's maybe not an every week starter, but if you're, you know, if you're trying to figure out between these guys like we were talking about earlier, Duke Giovanni, you know, who do you want to start this week? Drake against the Patriots or Wayne Goldman against the against the Bengals?
1: Wayne Goldman. Wayne Goldman. Goldman. All the way.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> People hate on Wayne Gallman. He was sitting on the waiver wire in one of my leagues this week, and I scooped him up. He has been consistent over the past three, four weeks. Yeah. It's, uh, half PPR, it's like, it's like 12 and a half, 13, 13. He had two touchdowns half. before the bye. Yeah. It, Can't disrespect that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not very good, but he's fine for
0: fantasy. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's who they're giving carries to, and he's going to get it. Um, DJ Les. More like DJ Moore, if I do say so myself. Little you like you guys like that, huh? Uh, a lot of yards with PJ Walker, and it's looking like he is becoming the number one in this offense again. And Robbie Anderson is looking like bad. So DJ Moore every week starter. I wouldn't recommend trading him away for a handcuff and a, and a bad quarterback, which is what I did. Uh, and then here's a fun one. So we saw the Eagles just get demolished. This is now the hand sign for demolished, I guess. Demolished by the Browns, and Wentz is going to just be a big uh, party pooper for Miles Sanders, because if he can't get that offense going. But where do you guys see Miles Sanders for the rest of the season? Uh, Is he still going to produce that RB1 quality?
2: God, I really like... So personal anecdote here. I drafted this guy fifth overall.
0: That's your first mistake. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Because last year, this flake of a co-host, Michael Smith, drafted him right in front of me. I was so pissed. I did not want anybody to get Miles Sanders this season. Reached for him because he was super effective second half of last season. Finally got the volume, and this year Dougie P every single time the Eagles offense rushes the football well will just completely abandon the run game. And it makes absolutely zero sense when you know your quarterback is struggling to not feed Miles Sanders, who's still super effective. He's still averaging like above 4.4 a carry. Yeah. And of course, he's been hurt for a couple games, but he's been super efficient in the time he's been on the field. But Doug Peterson just has such a short leash on his running game, even when they're effective. That
0: just the thing I'm worried about though is I mean, I'm just, I am worried about Miles. Are you starting him every week? But if you don't, if the trade deadline hasn't passed, I would. You know, maybe you still have name value. But listen to the schedule. Seattle this week—that's going to should be a, should be a decent start. Green Bay. Should be another great start. But coming to the playoffs, New Orleans, incredible rushing mm-hmm. defense. Arizona, how's that rushing defense, Karan? It's not that good. But not that. But it's, it's also not that bad.
2: It's serviceable. Like, they'll
0: – Serviceable. And New Orleans and Arizona, the Eagles are going to be down, of course. And then you got Dallas in 16. But by that time, you missed the playoffs because Miles Sanders has, has stunk it up. So, yeah, I'm worried about um, – you, you know, don't force a trade. But, Sam, what do you think?
3: You know, I have him in one of my leagues. Luckily, I'm not in the situation Sucks. Ron was in. Uh, <laughs> my running back room, I drafted Dalton Cook first round. I took Miles Sanders
0: mm-hmm. took
3: late third round. So I'm very I'm comfortable with Miles Sanders as a high end RB2 for me. And I'm also in a situation where I need to win now. So I'm keeping him. I'm not trying to ship him off. Yeah. I can win him now, I do, thank you. Yeah. And Green Bay next week. But. If I was a lock for the playoffs, I would absolutely be trying to flip Miles Sanders.
0: I like that. Let's go into two America's Favorite Segment, Dude and Dud of the Week. Going into into last week, I had Ezekiel Elliott's return. Good. Joe Flacco has a decent play. Good. What do you mean? Yeah, he had 200 yards and two touchdowns. Get off my case. Kobe Myers, that's, that's fourteen
1: fantasy points.
0: Hey, I that's what I that's what I predicted, and he was a he was a decent. You know who also had
1: fourteen him. fantasy points? Kalen Bilodeau.
0: Yeah, that's a running back, and in fantasy football, actually, so so running backs don't really score as many points as quarterbacks. I'll explain it to you later. Don't worry about it, man. Jacoby well, Myers. That's even worse. That's even, wait, wouldn't
2: that be even worse for Joe Flacco?
0: Yeah, yeah, but but fourteen points from a running back is good. Yeah, that's my point. Okay, Jacoby Myers. Maybe I, maybe I, I kind of get into the streamline mode when I'm hosting, and I kind of don't <laughs> logic sometimes flees me. Uh, Jacoby Myers uh, was a, I thought was going to be a great start as well. Did bad. Kalen Bellage, pretty good. Um, Christian Kirk, bad. And then, Dud of the week, my Tom Brady pick was great. Thank you. Uh, Rogers was a bad pick. Uh, Bucks backfield good pick, AJ Brown bad pick. Damn, I love reading. And AJ Brown this week. really
1: only became a good pick at the very tail end of the game.
0: But that touchdown he had was beast mode. Beast mode. Beast oh my mode. god. Let's get into this week. I got a quadruple due of the week. Starting off with Michael Pittman versus Tennessee, Jakeem Grant versus the Jets, Teddy Bridgewater versus Minnesota, and Salvon. Ahmed S- Savon, I ne- I every week I complain about not knowing his name, and every week I don't make an effort to figure it out. Versus the hey, you got it perfect, really? Oh, yeah, messed up by saying that anything. <laughs> you just stay quiet. Oh, Damn no. it! All right, Sam, this is an interesting
3: one. I got a I got a double one here. My first one is is kind of niche for me, but I I know there's people out there who are in the same spot as me where you have a really good team and you've had just garbage quarterbacks all year. I started Carson Wentz multiple weeks, so if that gives you an idea. He had some decent weeks. I'm, I'm out on the waiver wire. I'm, I'm looking for quarterbacks, and I, I went out and I spent $1 on Derek Carr, and I'm going to start him for the next two weeks. I'm going to start him this week against Atlanta, uh, one of the worst passing defenses in the league, and then I'm going to start him next week against the Jets, another one of the worst passing defenses in the league. And I'm going to be very happy if my predictions come true. Of
0: um, uh, I, I, Hopefully above 20 points for both of those games. Um, so well, it's a – hold on. It's a double-week double dude, first of its kind. Go ahead. Double-week double dude.
3: And, uh, you know, and this other dude, we just talked about him, and he should do well for the next two weeks as well, and that's Miles Sanders. Um, if you guys have watched any Seattle games, you will know their defense is historically bad. Like, it, <laughs> it, I think it is the worst defense in the NFL right now. He, whoever is, like, their coaches have Bobby Wagner missing assignments. He's a Hall of Fame linebacker, first ballot, and he's missing basic assignments. Miles Sanders gets into the secondary more than any running back in football, right? He's averaging a, about five yards per carry. So, so as soon as you get past the defensive line, which is the only good part about Seattle's defense? Uh, Miles Sanders is just going to tear him apart. Uh, I, I expect a monster game from Miles Sanders this week.
0: I like that. Here we go. I've been waiting for it. Okay.
2: So, got a special shout out <laughs> to Gary Williams, who two years ago said Alvin Kamara, dude of the week, after he just gone off for a bazillion points.
0: The week prior, but seeing today how hey, don't forget last year. Last year he had a Dalvin Cook one week as well, <laughs> yes.
2: but but this year, given the uncertainty, the recent uncertainty surrounding, yeah, him, very fair. I got him as my dude of the week for sure. As crazy as or as not crazy as that sounds, wild. And for a little bit more spicier
0: dude of the week, give me Devontae Parker
2: against that horror awful New York Jets secondary.
0: So, oh. uh, wait, before we move on, I mean, let me just pull up the lineup. Uh, you're the one who gave me Devontae Parker. Let's see if you think I should start him. All right, so I got Julio, questionable, but let's, and I got Cooks, AJ Brown, Cup. Are you starting? Devonnie Parker Wait, I don't have Devonnie Parker anymore. I traded him away. <laughs> I <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, I'm in six leagues and I'm an old man. But anyway, who do you like, Devonnie Parker or Parker or or uh, Cooper Cup this week against the Niners? Hmm. I like I like Parker. Isn't Richard Sherman
2: coming back this week for the Niners?
0: Isn't that that is a good question? But I think that'd be a Woods play probably. Uh, I'll take that bet with you. Let's smack that on the wall. Yeah. Let's do
2: it. Yeah. I'll take Devontae
0: Barker. The... Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> Sweet. Brandon, who you got?
1: Uh, so, I know we talked about this earlier with the Colts backfield. Um, and my dude of the week will be Naheem Hines. Uh, I know Jonathan Taylor just on uptick in his uh, usage. Here's the thing, though. They're playing Tennessee. What happened last time they played Tennessee? Naheem Hines was absolutely manhandling them. Tennessee does not have a very good run defense. Um, it's, it's, I think it's one of the bottom five in the NFL. Um, absolutely, Naheem Hines around the side on a wheel route. Dude is going to be absolutely blowing it up. All right. I, I'm taking
0: him. Let's take it. Hey, half PPR. I'll take Jonathan Taylor against Hines. Let's mind, on. that on the wall as well. Hines on
1: him.
2: <laughs> we smacking. We smacking
0: everything today.
1: Hey, you got to get a smack with Sam. Get a smack with Sam.
0: All right, Sam. You like Miles Sanders this week, I do. and let's see who do I like this week. Will you take? I'll take Kareem Hunt over Sanders. Where are the Browns playing this week? The Jaguars.
2: Half or full, half, or full.
0: Uh, I'll do half Give him the benefit of the doubt
2: Half PPR Oh man
0: Come on I could have said Chubb
2: <laughs> that, that, That's my Jaguars talk. You're talking about there The proud franchise
0: uh, One of Sam You gonna smack that <laughs> He's I get on the wall man I get on the wall that's All right Now I just have to create some, A bet with myself Let's get a doubt of the week I'm gonna go Taysom Hill Um. Okay so Taysom Hill, like I said, has a great floor, but I'm just fading him against. Uh, we just saw Denver, you know, pretty much dominate uh, the Dolphins offense last week. Obviously a different offense, but they we've seen Taysom. There's not a lot of mystery to the game anymore. And I think that, you know, I guess this means Kamara is going to be the dude, right? Uh, Taysom Hill, I think he has that nice rushing floor, but I think the passing goes down. And uh yeah, I guess Kamara. That I, I put two and two together. There you go. Tell you I want to fade this week. All
3: right. Um, my dud of the week, and this this is a contingent dud. Um, Justin Jefferson, if Adam Thielen is out. You got Carolina, pretty good. Mm, there's no there's no contingent duds. Okay. Well, you know. Justin Jefferson, <laughs> non-contingent dud. I think, he, I think he has a bad Non-contingent? Head. Non-contingent dud. I think Carolina is a tough matchup. I think we, we haven't really seen him excel um, against tough secondaries, and I mean, we haven't seen him play without Adam Thielen. So, um, or we haven't seen him do well without Adam Thielen. So, I, I expect a bad week from Justin Jefferson. Hmm. Huh.
0: Okay. Huh. Go for it. What you got, okay. Karan?
2: Um, my dead of the week is my own Kyler Murray. His yeah. shoulders hurt. Sprain Ace. And it's his throwing shoulder too. And think about that offense is it needs him to throw to open up those zone read running plays. And if he can't be making those passes, like he was struggling to make some of these passes to DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk. They were all high, low, overthrown, underthrown. And he won't be running as much because he can't take another hit like he did. I just don't think the fantasy value is there. To, I mean, I okay,
0: know, like, like are you not benching him.
1: Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Now give him a quarterback. That he will smack on the wall <sighs> in favor of Kyler
0: Murray. Um, Russell oh, Wilson. Throw me a QB. Throw me a QB. Russell Wilson versus the Niners. What, what? I'll take Kyler over Russell Wilson. I'll take Russell Wilson over Kyler. Okay, that's okay. Smack it on the wall. <laughs> but they're Love not it. playing the Niners. Who are they playing? Wait.
2: They're playing, they're playing somebody else.
1: Yeah, the the Seahawks are playing the Eagles. Oh, okay. playing the Eagles.
0: I'll still take them.
1: You'll still take
0: them? Right. I'll, I'll double take the oh, cut, me and Russell. That's a
1: gift. That's a gift Fantastic. to me, Karan.
0: And then, Brandon, who you got?
1: <laughs> well, I know Karan is the, uh, the ASU uh, gear on, but I have to say, Brandon uh, Ayuk, is that how it's pronounced? Ayuk, yeah. Um, he is not going to be doing a, a great job against that uh, Rams secondary. Absolutely not. Um, the Niners have really had a, uh, Brandon fill into that role uh, ever since Kittle went down as far as the number one target guy. Uh, but the Rams will absolutely demolish him this week. Uh, they, they really need wins. This is a big divisional matchup. Uh, they will be absolutely locking him down. And I bet, I bet Jalen Ramsey will uh, talk trash with him as well.
3: Isn't Ayuk on the
0: COVID list?
1: Uh, he is currently, but that was from two weeks ago, and they had a buy last week. That's the only reason why he's still on it. Mm. That is a good point.
0: Okay, let's get into some waivers. Starting off with uh, a few quarterbacks to take a look at. Jared Goff and Phillip Rivers both have pretty good schedules coming up. If you're looking for a guy this week, Daniel Jones. And as Sam said earlier, Derek Carr also has a great schedule. So these guys are all uh, decent guys to pick up. One running back who I said was no longer needed to roster because of the, of the oh no, of the um, offense being terrible is uh, Tony Pollard. I think he is back into the handcuff con- conversation. That's why I said oh no, hold on. There we go. Uh, back into the handcuff conversation, and I think that if you're a Zeke owner, you go back and pick up Pollard. Obviously, you gotta drop somebody. So that's a situational situation one of your classic situational situations uh but take a look at grabbing pollard again james white rex burkhead looks like he's gonna be out for the year so james white slots back into that receiving back role and i mean every time one running one patriots running back is cut off another two replaces it you know so again sony coming back it's really the this might be the best fantasy thing i've ever come up with the the patriots backfield is is the hydra It's just there's another one coming up. Uh, It's fantastic. So take a look at him if you're in PPR especially. He needs to be owned. And then Wayne Gallman, like Sam said, could be still out there. You need to pick him up.
3: He is rostered in less than 50% of ESPN leagues. That is is wild. Consistently about 15 touches a game. Go pick up Wayne Gallman. It's ridiculous that you haven't picked him up already.
0: Yes. Okay. I'm going to take a little bit of a deep dive into some receivers here. Michael Pittman needs to be uh, rostered. Jalen Rager needs to be rostered. Okay, getting into uh, – uh, Nelson Aguilar, Debo Samuel, both need to be rostered. Okay, we're getting even deeper. Let's take a look at the Jets receivers, okay? Denzel Mims, second round, right, Brandon? Second round receiver out of uh, Baylor. Baylor. Last four weeks, averaging. I liked him a lot, but he's not doing that. He's averaging 3.25 receptions for six and a half uh, on six and a half targets for 54 yards. He could step it up. I don't really see it happening. Crowder started the year. Listen to these targets: 13, 10, 10, 13. Last two weeks, two and three. So huge drop off with Flacco. If uh, Flacco, who is the Jeez, I'm, I'm blanking. Who is the quarterback there?
1: Donald? Sam Darnold?
0: Thank There's you. No. I was thinking Sam Bradford. I'm like, that's not the guy. Sam Darnold is to come back. You're putting. I really am putting Crowder back into that situation. I think Crowder is going to be dropped uh, in a few places after this week because he's probably going to have another, another dud. And I think you grab him with uh, Darnold coming back. But Perryman, I mean, I've been talking about Crowder and Mims all year, but seven for 155 and three touchdowns over the last two weeks for Rashad Perryman. That's a guy that you, you can plug in, especially this week against Miami. I mean, it's not, it's not a terrible defense. They're going to be behind every game. And he might even either get, get another touchdown. Also not a bad DFS play. Okay. Another receiver, Jakeem Grant, had a bad week this past week. week before, had a touchdown with uh, moving up into the wide receiver two role there. Tua has been bad, has been bad, bad. But I th- I kind of think the offense, you know, has a steady incline for the rest of the season. And Jakeem Grant is a guy to keep your eye on in deeper leagues. Tim Patrick over a hundred yards. This guy is like a solid wide receiver three. I mean, there's so many random names coming out of Denver all the time in terms of pass catchers, but he doesn't find the end zone much, but he is that field stretcher. And I think should be owned in 14 team leagues. I have him all over the place. Okay. Here's a guy I've just been, I just been waiting to break out. And it's Rashard Higgins. Let's take a deep dive into the Browns. Uh, Baker hasn't thrown a touchdown in three weeks. We've had three straight terrible weather games. A week before that, he threw five against Cincinnati, okay? Yes, we have Chubb back. Yes, Chubb and Hunt can pretty much beat most of these terrible teams they're about to play. But uh, they're about to play the Jags, the Titans, the Ravens, and then Giants and the Jets. When they play the Titans and Ravens, Baker's going to need to pass. And Jarvis Landry hasn't been the clear one. I think in those two weeks, Rashard Higgins could offer excellent waiver wire value uh, against the, the, the Jags this week. Uh, we'll get to see. You know, there might be some more passing because of the sunny Florida uh, weather we're going to have. But keep an eye on him. He could be a really solid play uh, for weeks to come where Baker has an opportunity with these non-terrible weather games. Lastly, tight end Jordan Akins Looks like he is the tight end in Houston. And with this tight end landscape that everyone keeps complaining about, he is a guy to watch. Any other waivers we are considering, guys? Enlighten me. Uh, Dalton Schultz,
3: I think, is possible. <laughs> <fosterable.
0: laughs> yeah, maybe.
3: Really sure. I, yeah. I, I'm no fan, and I've, I've considered picking up Dalton Schultz multiple times. I haven't pulled the trigger on it, but I do think about it on the day. I
0: think you're starting fan pretty much every week, but Dalton Schultz still is seeing volume. You gotta, yeah, you gotta respect it. All right, anyone else there?
2: Yeah, I'd say, I'd say Dalton Schultz is worth to add, especially with any Dalton back.
0: Who do you want, Dalton Schultz or Jordan Aikens? Uh, I think I think, I think, think Schultz,
2: Schultz has more, more receptions than Aikens.
0: I'm going to go Akins. it's because Cobb is on the IR and we don't know David Johnson's status. I think Akins could see a little more volume. No, no, no. He's Karan says too. All right. I don't, I
3: don't see Akins taking that volume. I see Kiki QT taking that volume.
0: He is a pretty, he's pretty cute. All right, let's get into our final segment. It's our DFS lineups. We have a bunch of guests today and guys, listen up. I told you to prepare your lineup, but I didn't tell you this. Three of you, Going head-to-head this week, whoever gets the win in most points will receive a six-pack of beer, or if you live in another city, the money for a six-pack of beer. Send me the receipt. Send me the receipt. I'll send you, uh, and go grab your, I mean, you know, be easy on the budget here. Maybe don't need your fanciest IPA. I don't start working until Monday. But with this cash coming in, I mean, go crazy. So... Boy. I'm gonna start need- it off. I know, very exciting. Just just hold your horses. I'm gonna start it off with my lineup. Let's pull it up real quick. Have your guys ready. Uh, okay. Three dollar lineup is Justin Herbert, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, Nelson Aguilar, who I think should be called Nelson Aguilar Score. Am I right? Whoa. Not bad. Keenan Allen, Jakeem Grant. Austin Hooper, Rashad Perryman, and Browns defense. I like Let's it. Let's hear them. Let's hear them, guys. Um, I got
3: Derek Carr, Nick Chubb, Zeke Elliott, Julio Jones, Jakeem Grant, Devontae Adams, Austin Hooper, um, David Montgomery, and the Vikings defense. Sweet.
2: Yeah, I got DC. We already talked about mashed potatoes and gravy. I'll have both my running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I got DJ Moore, Devontae Parker, my dude of the week, Michael Pittman, Titan Waller, Wayne Gallman, and the Giants
1: defense. Wow. Um, Had I known I could get a six-pack of beer, I probably wouldn't have been as cute with my lineup picks. But (laughs) looks like uh, I'm going to have to be cute. My quarterback will be uh, the guy we've been talking trash about this entire night, Matt Ryan. Um, We'll see how he does. Uh, Hopefully Julio is present. Uh, (laughs) Running backs, Naheem Hines and Mr. Gravy Train, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Wide receiver, Terry McIncheese, McLaurin. Uh, Also, Michael Thomas and Michael Pittman, the Michael brothers. Uh, Throwing in Travis Kelsey at tight end. Going to see John Brown do pretty well against that uh, Chargers secondary that has pretty much played pretty decently this year, but they'll be focused on Stephon Diggs. And my last defense, also a defense that we talked trash about. But here's the thing. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I oh, no. put Terry Mack in my lineup. I had to get the Seahawks defense against the Eagles because that's just where my NFC East uh, camaraderie sets in.
0: All right, well, we will uh, receive your updated lineup after you change it because it's the Sunday slate. But I love oh. those nicknames. That's probably my bad. But I love those nicknames. And, and hey, now you know there's, there's, there's serious shit on the line, so you don't have to be so cute. It's true. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Me and Dudes Fantasy Football. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. These guys really came in clutch for me this week, showing their true loyalty as as uh, friends, but more importantly, as lovers of guys from you dudes' fantasy football. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you all. I love you guys, and I oh love all, all, everyone watching. Um, for all the Belgians, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is an American holiday where we uh, eat turkey and, for, and have, you know, different values and stuff, whatever. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. What's better than this, guys being dudes?